Sie hören Sport und Musik. In a world where fans fight over whether to call it football, football, or soccer, two German men defy the odds and call it Fußball. Bringing you inside the German-American Fußball experience. And now, here are your hosts, the Schnitzel Boys. CFC, baby, we did it. Oh, we, we did, did it. it. Yes. You and I both did it. We both we did, did it. We, yep. still, we both did it. We both did uh, it together, and it's wonderful. Yeah. It's 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 been great to have you along for the ride this whole this whole time. Time. You see, I got my NYCFC <laughs> hat on, which I bought officially. I know. It's it real swag. Like you made it symmetrical. See? Yeah, it's symmetrical. Got my NYCFC jersey on. Yeah, right? it's sort of, you know. Yeah, got the, summer of '69 on the back. It's here. in the blue. It's in the blue family. Oh, you got the Angelino. It's in the this blue the, family. The Angelino yeah, the polo. Yeah, I'm. I'm not going to show it. It's back there. I'm not going to prove it, but it's back there. Right? <laughs> no, no, we we know yeah. it's there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a more appropriate powder blue shirt, and I literally I went to Target last night because I had to run some errands. And I'm like, oh, I need to buy a powder blue shirt for the show tomorrow. And I realized, oh, wait, powder, it was a powder we, blue shirt. We like to or think sky of blue, sky, sky blue, sky blue, the sky I mean, blue shirt. I know. As an as an old as an old fan, you know this, of course. You're just playing. Of course, I've been I've been there since day one. I've, <laughs> I was a Manchester City fan for years since they're in the second oh. division. So when I knew they were opening a team in my backyard. I read an article on Sport Talk today about Ronnie Dyla stripping, and, and throughout the whole article, it's like Manche- uh, New York City in parentheses Manchester City's feeder team. I just kept calling it the feeder team oh, over and over again. That's uh, that, that's harsh. It literally mentioned it three times in the article. It's with New York City once again, Manchester City's feeder team. Who have like, we fed? What, who, who are the? Who's, I know. What, I know. What, is, what example like, what are you for someone we have fed? What are we feeding them? Yeah, you oh, remember? Yeah. Oh, oh, he, the big, the, the greatest player of all time, Mix Discarude. Mix Discarude. <laughs> you, you fed him. Never played uh, him. We, we fed him. Yeah, Jack. But Jack Harrison went to he. They, they've come here, but but we've never. Jack Harrison him. is the only NYCFC player who's actually ever played for City. He played in a couple of before he went on loan. He played in the preseason for them, like in. Two games. Yeah, the preseason okay. doesn't count. Does doesn't really. No, but I mean, no. if we're the feeder team, this is that is the only that's the only <laughs> thing. That's the only example that Landon uh, Donovan when he went with. when Landon Donovan went to Bayern München, he went on a scoring tear in the preseason friendly. It's looking good. Then when the actual games came around, I didn't see much from that guy <laughs> for two for two months, uh, and then very, he went right back to L.A. Yeah, there so, was a very preseason. Awkward, there was a very yeah. awkward press conference. Uh, uh, after those, or around around that time with Pep Guardiola, and he was asked about Jack Harrison, and he was sort of struggling to know who he who he was. Like he was like <laughs> Jack. Oh right, yeah, yeah, the kid from yeah. 
Right. Which is so um, funny because even though he's British, Jack Harrison is such an American name, right? Yeah, that Jack is Harrison's very, Ameri- very American sounding. Very American. But, to, but just now I read a quote on, on Twitter about Pep saying how Tati Castellanos is ready for Europe. Hey, maybe so, maybe maybe, maybe your first think, real feeder is on the way. I think I mean he would, he would actually fit in pretty well for City, I would say, actually. They could they are they could use somebody like him. Yeah, they need a striker, right? I don't think they've had they, a striker I for a while. I think they need a I mean, I think he could compete for minutes with Jesus, but anyway. I'm glad to see you've come into the fold as promised. I love Yankee Stadium. It's good for soccer. Right? It's really good for soccer. The I'm all about it. Anything and, anything and, about that? Any thoughts about the size of the field, perhaps? Hey, smaller the better. It's like a it's like a hockey game. It's like indoor soccer, like faster, more speed. Who needs crossing? That's a that's for schmucks. I'm t- all the way down through the middle. That's what we need. And you know what's what I'm really that, excited what, about for next season? What uh, is it? The Met State Met Stadium. I love yeah, the fact that City Field. That's half right. half up at Bronx. I'm gonna go out to City Field. Play and then I'm hoping to put a few games out in Coney Island too. Maybe a couple games up in Connecticut again. Every I'm all about. Stadium. I want to go all over. Yeah, I love the tri-state area. I love the I love the tri-state metropolitan area. So if they could put games anywhere, like like anywhere in that area, I'm a big fan. Hofstra, yeah. mm-hmm. Hamptons, you know, Connecticut, your, Connecticut again. What are your thoughts on that uh, team in New Jersey? The New York Rebels. Mm-hmm. I hear they're going to relocate to Las Vegas, <laughs> and that'll be the end of it because they they they, they have a, such a shame, uh, or you know. I hear they're gonna maybe transform into gonna... an NWSL team or something. I don't know. <laughs> they're just gonna shut down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, just, they're just gonna rebrand. I think. I think it's just gonna be the youth squad, and that's it. I think. Well, there's I mean, a, I mean ML- all their all their last coaches just coach at Manchester United now, anyway. So there's that MLS but, Next League coming up. Next that's right, year, <laughs> and I think I think that's what they're they're going to be MLS <laughs> Next Pro by next that'd year. Be a good spot, <laughs> good yeah. landing 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 pad. Well, you know, to- New Jersey they've been trying to sign. You know, the last I read is they've been in talks with signing Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo to contracts. You know, uh, I think they were going to sign. Uh, they're going to sign, you know, they're going to sign Sergio Aguero and I think Kimmich or Thomas Muller were, I think, on the radar. You know, they had a lot of big names in their sights, as as they do, as New York Red Bulls splurge, splurges, yeah, they yeah, spend, yeah. right? Most of their players are on $10 million a year over there. And Huge. It's just a big waste. It's just a big waste of money, I say. It's just a big yeah. money pit. So, so what are you going to do? So that's what good. I will say is, although that was a real rumor, or just someone mentioned on Twitter, as a dude who lives on the West Coast, if the Rebels relocate to Las Vegas, and I'm only four hours from Vegas, and I get free rooms in Vegas, it actually it. wouldn't be the worst thing in the world for me. For, for me. It's like, I'm going to get to see them. You got, wait, you got free rooms in Vegas, you said? Oh, yeah. I'm a you comp a, master. You have uh, a, not you that have it's, it's very easy to get comps, by the way. I used to get free rooms in Atlantic City when I lived there uh, on your neck of the woods, and now I live out here, and I get free rooms in Vegas. I, I, I got them... Um, you get this app, and then and then when you play with the app, you get a free room. And then the minute then you go and you stay, and every time you stay, you just get more free rooms. So yeah. they don't care about the rooms; they want you there because they make a lot of money off you right, gambling. Right, 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 like right. The rooms mean nothing to them. It's essentially a scam because you still have to pay like a residency fee. And but crap. if you're there for the soccer, you will not. Yeah, you will not get your money. 
I mean, which well, I was when I, I went to the USA Mexico game over the summer and I stayed mm-hmm. at the MGM. Uh, I forgot what it was. Not the MGM Grand. They had another MGM, the MGM Garden or something. I stayed there for four free nights or three free nights. Uh, it was lovely. Excellent. I could walk to the stadium. I walked to the stadium, walked back, had fun. Didn't even gamble that week. I was very proud of myself. Um, so yeah. Anyway, if if if, if Vegas hosts my, mm-hmm. my Red Bulls, the Las Vegas villains, as they might be called, the villains, uh, the, uh, the villains, because the owner of, according to Eric Winalda, uh, 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 the owner of Aston Villa, uh, is interested in doing it. And he <laughs> They're bought, gonna call him the villains. Oh, interesting. He already bought. Like LasVegasVillains.com has already been registered and things okay. like that. Like, there's a good chance that the paperwork's already been done. It just hasn't been announced. Um, but, but uh, you know, that's neither here. You know, that's that's for another time. That's for another I time. See. It's not my Red Bulls. I think it's you know. But anyway, anyway, so, if if the casual viewer is confused as to what's going on, Stefan promised <laughs> that he would become a New York City FC fan. For one week Ooh. only. I love it. I, I'm a big fan. The, I love if we, uh, the, if we won MLS Cup, which we did. Yes. Against all odds. <laughs> Against See, all odds. See, the Portland were the heavy favorites. And, according, I mean, I guess we'll talk about this later. according to you. But anyway, yeah, we have. I think most. I think according to most people. But, we but have, like. Well, I have. We'll, we'll argue about that later. I have. Uh, so we have <laughs> exclusive behind the scenes content from mls cup i was there and uh we have audio we have video i have rumors i have facts anyway and that's later we have you know we have the we have uh most importantly hard-hitting reviews of the stadium food you know uh, among other things (laughs) well yeah my you know no spoilers no spoilers we'll we'll We'll, get that later yes we'll see we'll let the audience decide if my field reporting is uh, something I should pursue in the future, or <laughs> if we just make that a one-time thing. I think we need to pursue it. I think we need to pursue that stuff. You know what I mean? Okay, I think there you should go. be. You know how they have YouTube videos? That's a, that's our next YouTube video. It is YouTube videos ranking stadiums from Google Earth. That's lazy. We need to have YouTube videos of us in the stands eating all of the food, eating stadium all the by food. stadium. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely uh, have uh, opinions. Um, but anyway, maybe we have sure. great food. By the way, at our stadium, we have uh, a pulled pork barbecue, great fries, yeah. uh, noodles. The, literally, the food at Yankee Stadium is actually pretty dang good. It's pretty good. Yeah, they have, good, a, they have a lot of good options. I had one one time I was able to upgrade to the field seats, and that they came with a buffet of crab legs and really all kinds of, all kinds of delights. Yes, dang, right. Riding high, riding high. <laughs> <coughs> anyway, before we go to our beloved America stuff, there's also another country that had all sorts of soccer happen on the other yes. side of the... I was going to say on the other coast, like the European coast. <laughs> the European coast. Many, many coasts away. The Nordsee, <laughs> the Ostsee. From, from, east, from the East River to the Ostsee, we've got New York to Germany. Uh, do, do you, you want to go into Germany for a bit? Let's do it. Let's do it. And then is this me? Am I doing this? Or are you doing this? Uh, I'll do this one. Why not? All right. Should are we you, go are for you got it? it? Yeah. Now, you go for it. it's time for the German Soccer Rundown. Yeah, midweek, Bayern beat Barca 3-0 to finish with a perfect 18 points to win Group E in the Champions League. Wolfsburg lost 3-1 to Lille to finish last in the group and be eliminated from Europe altogether. 
Dortmund hammered Besiktas 5-0 to finish third and head to Europa League alongside RB Leipzig, who managed to beat Zach Steffen in Man City to also finish third. On Thursday, Leverkusen lost to Ferenc Varos 1-0, while Eintracht Frankfurt tied 1-1 against unused sub Mesut Özil and Fenerbahce. Despite these results, both clubs finished top of their respective groups. On to match day 15 with Augsburg beating Köln 2-0 in the Friday match on Saturday. Hertha beat Armenia 2-0 under their new coach, Typhoon Korkut. Bochum kept mighty Dortmund at bay with a 1-1 tie. Bayern defeated Mainz 2-1. Despite trailing early in the game, Hoffenheim beat Freiburg with a late winner from our own Chris Richards. RB Leipzig all of a sudden is good. Beat Gladbach 4-1 under new coach Domenico Tedesco. What's going on at Gladbach? We'll talk about it later. And the last great American hope, Pellegrino Matarazzo. VFB Stuttgart beat problem child John Brooks and his VfL Wolfsburg 2-0, including a missed penalty. Brooks being an unused sub. On Sunday, Fürth beat Union Berlin. In a surprise 1-0 result, and Eintracht Frankfurt crushed their Europa League colleagues Bayer Leverkusen 5-2, bringing the title race to an early end, perhaps? <laughs> Typical Germany. It's like it's Typical before Christmas. Germany. We already know, you know, we already know who's winning it, unfortunately. And that is your German soccer rundown. Thank you, Bjorn. And and we got games tomorrow, by the way, because this week is an English Woche. Yeah, it's uh, England and in Germany. That's right. That's right. So there's a lot of games. But then after next weekend, there'll be a little bit of a lull as we enter the winter breaks. Uh, you well, know, we, also uh, have, we have no more MLS to uh, compete for a few for a little yep. while. So we have lots of time to talk about the Germans. Oh, that's right. And then and then some special topic episodes, maybe. We'll see. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of Europe, so only Bayern Munich is the only German team to make it to the Champions League. Uh, uh, Wolfsburg were eliminated entirely as they got last place. Uh, so Gladbach and Wolfsburg are both in Krise, in crisis, and we'll cover that in a bit. Um, uh, but we're going to have a healthy batch of teams in the Europa League with Dortmund, RB Leipzig, Bayer Leverkusen, and... Uh, oh, was it the Freiburg? No, yeah, and Freiburg, right? Uh, Freiburg? Yeah, Freiburg. No, no, no. who was the other one? You oh, said Frankfurt. Frankfurt. Yeah, Frankfurt. Frankfurt. Sorry, Frankfurt, right. not Freiburg. Uh, and Frankfurt uh, in the Europa League next season or next in, in the spring. So we got a lot of German teams competing for the Europa League, and only Bayern competing for the Champions League. But you know, Bayern's doing good. Also, it's Barca. Sorry, not Barca. <laughs> Barca, like Rafael Barca. I said Barca. Bar- Bar- you said Barca with a hard C. <laughs> Bayern Munich beat a hapless Bar- Bar- Barcelona. 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 3-0. In, in Germany, you would say Barca. Is that true? I don't know. Not really. I was going to say. What they say? Barcelona or Barcelona? Or Barca. No, no. I, uh, Bayern München gegen Barcelona. 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 Yeah, all, all, all Germans know is Mallorca. <laughs> they go there for beach time. Uh, other than that, they don't know. But yeah, so crazy string of games. Um, yeah, Bayer Leverkusen is so yo-yoing, right? Like for, 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 for a while, they had some good results. It's like, hey, maybe Bayer Leverkusen will hop in. Maybe yeah, they'll I mean, skip and a jump the... over Dortmund. And then they lose 5-2 to two against 
against <laughs> Frankfurt yeah. on Sunday. Yeah, they were, so they like... were, I mean, this is what happens, right? Over the years, you're looking for that team that can compete and and they usually just don't. And uh, Dortmund already had, was struggling, you know, lost, obviously lost the, the, the Classica and that was a setback for them and then dropped more points yeah. in Bochum, who, That's I Bochum. mean, really con- continue to be extremely fortunate i mean it was it was just another one of those where where the first uh, few minutes bochum was just looking looking for a bus to park you know and manuel manuel riemann <laughs> manuel riemann was was uh, keeping them in the game he had a really great game the goalie and uh, uh, and then the really almost the first or only attack uh uh the, the the Dortmund goalie just leveled our attacker for for really the most obvious right. penalty kick of all time. But um, I don't know. He but Bo- Bochum, Bochum, Bochum did a high press though. Am I right? Didn't they go at him? I thought they kind of went at each other. Like a because when I was watching the game, I saw Bochum just go at him for a while. It was very impressive. Oh, okay. Uh, and I, I mean, I mean, maybe just in the beginning. I just know. Unless I'm mixing up games here, which I hope I'm not. I just, they were giving him an inch. They were just, uh, 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 they were really pressuring the goalkeeper on the other side as well. All I'm saying is Bochum were not pushovers. They came to play. I mean, um, they definitely have been, they've, they've been, no, I don't want to, I don't uh, want to knock them at all. I, I mean, I'm still impressed with them. They're very confident and they play together, and they they uh, are very opportunistic. But in this game, I mean, they were Dortmund had a bunch of chances. They were goal line clearances. Riemann made a bunch of saves. VAR called back an equalizer. It was uh, uh, yeah. there was a lot there was a lot happening, and the one one tie was uh, I think we were happy with. However, it didn't happen until the. Oh, yeah a couple of minutes to go and it was uh, uh Julian Brandt who last week looked like he yeah. was gonna gonna be Die. out for yeah. many for many <laughs> weeks and he looked like he was barely well, alive ha, ha, a great assist from Holland Holland found some space yeah kicked it over the box found a Julian Brandt running down the far side to finish it and they got their 1-1 and that's the Ruhr Diaby those two clubs are only 20 minutes apart uh, yes. That's where my folks are from. I think your your family's from not too far from either. My great grandfather was a coach at Falafel Bochum once upon a time. Do you know that? Did you, I ever tell you, you that? Mentioned, you mentioned that. I mentioned before. it. Yeah, that's. And then my and my grandfather was a youth player at that club as well. So you know, uh, there's definitely runs in my blood. I don't have so I have a little bit of a connection to Falafel Bochum, and literally the only reason they were with that club is because they are one kilometer east or whatever. If they lived two kilometers west of where they were, then they would have been Dortmund fans. Yeah, it was like they were right well, on this the border. Is, that's the the geographic fate of Bochum. Is is uh, right. you know, fifteen minutes east is Dortmund, fifteen minutes west is Schalke. So they are squeezed in between and are sort of uh, doomed to be a, a small market team forever. Because yeah, that's where that's where we're from. That, that we're from that little like from <laughs> that little sliver in the middle. That little, that little sliver. sliver. In the, we're not allowed to have big things. It's just those small things. Right? Yeah, I'm a I'm a Bochum fan because I went to college there and I lived uh, mm-hmm. I lived I lived down the street from the stadium for a few years back then. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, season tickets. You know, season tickets season for tickets, college baby. students. Eighty five dollars. I was going to say it's way cheaper than MLS charges, right? I imagine that. Yeah. It's a totally different ball game. 
Uh, they just want, they're just, you know, the fans run things over there. Around here, we don't run anything. <laughs> We're just customers. Uh, 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 you know, the MLS Cup tickets started at what 150 bucks for for non for non actually fans, i got uh the fans fan tickets i mean shout out to new york city fc they make away games very affordable it's it's ten dollars ten dollars oh. wait a minute is that true yeah from our club for, that i love that is amazing club, 10 bucks a ticket club that you love that you know everything about yeah for away games for away yeah, games this. if you That's are uh, if you're uh, uh if you're a member of the supporters group or and or a season ticket holder, you can buy away tickets for ten dollars. Yeah. Oh, that's a good deal, actually. That's a really good. So you got a ten buck ticket to MLS Cup? Well nice. I initially I did. I then went I did then sprang because the club then also offered lower section tickets for I think ninety dollars, and I went for that because I'm just I'm just Which I is still a good price compared yeah. to what they were no, going exactly. for. No, exactly. On, on the StubHub. black market yeah, yeah, yeah. they were uh, yeah. um but anyway, more about that uh, later. Love my NYCFC. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I was transferring away. So, yeah, very cool. Um, so, Bochum, uh, uh, Bochum Dortmund 1-1, to which, again, is slowing Dortmund down. There is, like, quite a gap now. Is it? It's 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 a seven-point gap now. Six, po- six, six points. Seven, yeah. Six. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's – it's. Uh, 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 I mean, they hung in there until the Classica and sort of exceeding expectations, and now – Things are kind of going the way they're always going. And then, yeah, and then I thought Bayer, Bayer Leverkusen could maybe pick up the slack, but clearly yeah, not. clearly No, not. they lost their slack. It's a, a lot of yo-yoing. Uh, and then uh, heading over to Bayern München, although Mainz gave them a, they did a great high press. They scored a great goal early, but Bayern München were able to get two goals in the second half to win 2-1. to one. But speaking of Bayern München, uh, one of their star players, his COVID issues are continuing. When Joshua Kimmich, who refused to get vaxxed because he didn't know the long-term effects of the vac- vaccine, now got COVID and now is having a lung issue uh, uh, in response to his COVID. So now he knows the long-term effects of not having the vaccine firsthand. However, he has come out and he has said he regrets not getting vaccinated. So, you know, he'll probably hopefully oh. get vaccinated at some point soon. But he's out till January simply because so he wouldn't uh, get vaccinated. So he's had a learning experience, so we will not he's had a learning we won't uh, we won't laugh at him. We won't uh who are you happy oh, for? They're still winning. So I mean, like Bayern without Kimmich has, has not slowed down a bit. It's not even. It's not even. <laughs> one, one even can't be that. But I mean, just they have Zabitza, you know, and they've got, and he's not even playing much. I don't think. You know, Bayern are just a juggernaut, not to be stopped. And and that's, I hope and I hope they true. earn it by winning the Champions League this year, even though they're But there's always there. a little bit. It's just a little bit of you know when somebody is like, well, I I don't know, I have to do my own research. Yeah, I know. I love it. I, on what googling it's like yeah i don't know phd and the infectious diseases they've offered simple information and you're like you know what i'm gonna do my own research whatever the hell that means (laughs) um speaking of champions league by the way uh did you see the champions league draw was screwed up and they had to do it twice so nice they did it twice yeah so nice they did it twice (laughs) and it still looked a little weird byron mentioned it's with red bull zalzboy her old my my former 
club's cousins in Austria. Now I could care less. I'm all about that Manchester City feeder, baby. Woo! I'm also about the Yokohama Marinos or whoever we, in the Melbourne City, we, Melbourne City, our brothers. We, I don't feeding, I, we're feeding them success. We're feeding them success. What's our What's our brotherhood in Japan called again? Our brotherhood. Don't we have a brother club in Japan? And then we have uh, is it Melbourne and no, Australia no, also a brother club? You're what doing you're doing this you're doing this wrong. It's not mandatory for us to be fans of all these teams. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but I love him so much. I love my city football group. It's just so not much. it's not required. And I want to root the I want to root for the whole group. No, it's not all necessary. Right. Zach Steffen, and then we have Mixed the, Discrude, I think was on that Japanese the conglomerate, team. For a while. The conglomerate part of it is optional you, from a fan perspective. You know, you know who was on one of those teams, either the Japanese one or probably the Australian one, was Tim Cahill. He used to play for the New York Red Oh, yeah, yeah. I did know that. He actually. later played for, I think, Melbourne, and then he was like, City Football Group for Life or whatever. Tim Cahill, so, since we're doing this fan crossover thing, when Tim Cahill, Tim Cahill uh, the Tim Cahill years was, was the closest I ever came to being a Red Bull fan. Because I like that guy. He, what? He sort of, How could you? That he, scum? <laughs> Now NYCFC baby, right here, <laughs> all day. Um, right. Yeah, well, I mean, back in the day when I was uh, young and impressionable, before, also, before our beloved team existed. I'm also a huge Yankees fan. That just happened too. I like screw the Mets. I'm Yankees. I'm Man City. I'm Melbourne City. I'm Yokohama. Uh, I'm now. I'm getting the Japanese one wrong. And I'm NYCFC day, all day, baby. Uruguay, like Tati's old club. Oh, do they have? Oh, do they have a club in we? We have a club in Uruguay. <laughs> yeah, Uruguay. That's where, that's where I some... love Uruguay. Let's go right into the Germany things. Let's do it. Uh, so yeah, I mentioned follow, uh, the last great hope. I did. I did one of these. The last great hope, because um, maybe we can start with our accent videos. Yeah. <laughs> Pellegrino Matarazzo, the last great American hope in Germany. His foul by Stuttgart beat Wolfsburg 2-0, including missing a penalty. It could have been 3-0. Now, John Brooks, there's been a big Sportbit article on John Brooks just about how he's been an issue, and he's got attitude stuff, and and there's also been rumors that that's kind of why he was let go from the U.S. men's national team, was more off-field stuff than on-field stuff. What is so, he doing? What is going on? I don't know. Every time I try to read the article, I get blocked. So it's hard for me. But essentially, and, and there's been two articles. In October, he was a problem child, and now there's an article about him still being a problem child. So I guess he's having off-field attitude stuff, which is unfortunate because he is one of like our veteran players, and, and when he's focused, he's one of the best defenders in the Bundesliga. You know what I mean? Last season, he was amazing. He had a great year. He was Volsboy. That's why Volsboy is such a great season. I guess he's been unhappy. But Volsboy, he's not the only issue. Under Kohlfeld, I think they won their first two games, and that's it. They've been losing. I think they lost five in a row. Uh, But we'll get to that in a second. First things first, uh, do you have our Pellegrino boy? I sure do. Let's, let's give a shout out to Mr. Taktisch sehr diszipliniert agiert haben ähm, und richtige We were tactically very disciplined. Haben. We were looking ähm, for solutions und and we found them. Ich glaube, dass wir heute einfach viel größer gezeigt haben. Das war 
Ich denke, dass wir heute taktisch sehr diszipliniert agiert haben äh, und richtige Lösungen gesucht haben bzw. gefunden haben äh, und we were looking glaube, dass wir for einfach viel Größe gezeigt haben. Ne? Größe. 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 Größe gezeigt haben. First of all, so great he's accent, American. He is. Yeah, he but sounds, you would like never know. You would not know. I know. Whenever you hear him speak, it's like, dang, man, that dude speaks German. Yeah, well, he even has amazing. a little bit of a he has a little bit of a Schwäbisch uh, Schwäbish accent going. With yeah, Grüße. Grüße. So we we have Grüße gezeigt. What does that mean? Size. I think we we showed big. We showed well, right? I mean, we 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 went out well. Okay, let's play that I, one more time. Ich denke, dass wir heute taktisch sehr diszipliniert agiert haben uh, und richtige Lösungen gesucht. We were, looking, we, were looking for the, we were looking for the right yeah. solutions and found them. Right, found the right Ich glaube, dass wir heute einfach viel größer gezeigt haben, was. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's the. He means character. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe it's not big. What's größer? Maybe größer has a second meaning. Well, you say great greatness. We showed greatness. Okay. I think is what he okay. said. Yeah, we show greatness today. Good for him. Yeah, that's our Pellegrino Matarazzo, who does speak good English. I should I should have gotten yes. that clip too. But his German is excellent. I've heard him before. He sounds like freaking right out right he off the He sounds like a native speaker. Yeah, so he's not 100%. he's not he's a far cry from Jesse Marsh. We're not gonna make we're not gonna get any any laughs out of. Um, uh, you wanna you wanna. Ich gegen ihn oder euch oder egal. It's us against them. Yeah. And then didn't yeah. you have, you said you had another video of funny accents? Oh, we'll this weekend. Uh, you're, yeah, let's, uh, uh, I, ha I do have that. Hold on. One of my favorite Jürgen, people. You know, Jürgen Klopp. Jürgen Klopp has been, in England, has, been in, has been in England a long time and his English is quite good. But then, you know, this is what happened. This. Yeah, thanks, Jürgen. You, you thought on how Villa lined up today and how Villa played. I'm, I'm the opposition reporter. Just, your, your take on Villa today for me, please. Sorry. What? How did Villa do? <laughs> how did Villa do? Yeah, yeah. yeah thanks, Jürgen. No, yeah. <laughs> Klopp is right. I didn't understand a word that guy said. Is that an extreme Scouser accent or something? That's crazy. Let's try to hear that one more time. His expression is just priceless. Thoughts on how Villa lined up today, how Villa played. I'm, I'm the opposition report. I just your, your take on Villa. He wants an opposition report. Thoughts on how Villa played. <laughs> I can't break that down. Yeah, thanks, Jürgen. Your you thoughts on how Villa lined up today, how Villa played. I'm, I'm the opposition report. I just your, your take on Villa today for me, please. What the? I all heard was iPhone. Sorry. Can you please what? put it on iPhone for How did Villa do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I like at the end it's just like oh how did Villa do is that was what he was asking That's Villa did fine or whatever yeah Steven Gerrard who will probably become the next Liverpool coach maybe after club we'll see uh, but that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah, there's a great video of native Irish speakers speaking, and it's just so funny. Oh, get frostbit. Like, uh, it's pretty pretty fun stuff. Cool. So that was Pellegrino with his success. But on the other side of that was Wolfsburg. Wolfsburg have, uh, have been in sort of a little bit of a slump all season from Van Bommel and now to Kohlfeldt. And just like us, being German-American boys who know Germany and know America, we give you access to the hard-hitting German media. Now, I just want to give props to German media 
American soccer media gets criticized for being too soft and they get defensive about it. But they, they, I never see stuff like this over here. Like they sit down the sport director. The minute there's criticism, they bring the sport director out and they ask them hard hitting questions immediately. And then there yeah. you go. And the sport director has a tiptoe. And we have two videos of that today. We've got Wolfsburg and Gladbach. Which we're one probably even more of a crisis than Wolfsburg. Let's just go with Wolfsburg because we're doing the Pellegrino into Wolfsburg. So they interview a play. No, go ahead. I just love this because he uses the term strudelt. <laughs> have, you ever, have you heard this one yet? He's yeah. like, why do you guys strudel out there? What, that's slang, right? What is strudel? Why don't you? Why can't you? Why can't you get out of the strudel? This the this. Uh, um... Uh, this tailspin, I guess. A strudel okay, like is a, like a, is like a, you know a um, like an apple strudel, right? So it's no, like no, a, I, no. It's a different kind of strudel. Like when you're oh. in a when you're in the ocean and you get caught in a uh, oh uh, um, a, under well uh, quicksand an under, or an that's not the yeah, yeah. undercurrent or a undertow down, undertow a down, a down an undertow yeah or down yeah. current. So why can't you get out of this uh, of this strudel of this of this undertow that pulls you down? <laughs> I don't know. We had a lot of chances. Many chances to score goals. And somehow this shitty this, this 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 fucking ball. We can't get the fucking ball in. <laughs> yeah, I love it. He says it's a scheiß ball rein. On national television, that's like scheiß ball nicht rein. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then here's the coach, Florian Kohfeldt. Heute noch in den Köpfen. Is the Lille? They lost to Lille in the Champions League on Wednesday. So the reporter is right. asking, is the Lille game still in your heads? Nein, nein, das glaube ich oh, nicht. No, um, I don't think so. Ich glaube, dass einfach die Gesamtsituation der letzten Wochen. I think Wochen the, the, the whole situation of the last weeks is way less. Ja, will in so eine Phase Nobody wants to get into a phase like this, but you got to get through it. We have to be stay straight. We got to we got to shake the frustration, and then they faded him out. I guess it's too generic. Too generic yeah, an that, Well, I, I did some clipping. I think they, 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 then they went over to Pellegrino, where Pellegrino was like, we did great, or whatever. We did great. We showed uh, some greatness. <laughs> showed some greatness. <laughs> and then this, so then it goes to the studio. This is later. And this is Jörg Schmatke, the sport director of Wolfsburg. So he's responsible for hiring the coaches yeah. and all that stuff. Let's see what so he has now, to say. Zwei gegen VfB Stuttgart. Mittwoch das äh, nicht gerade schöne Ausscheiden in der Champions League. Wednesday out of the Champions League. Now five losses in a row. What's going on? Ja, wir sind, also, sind definitiv im Moment nicht gut drauf. Also, wir, yeah, it's not going so well right so, now. We We're not playing how we want to. We're not very resilient as a team currently. You know, we, we, we concede a goal and then we can't uh, we can't turn it up a notch and do things better. It's a difficult difficult period right now, and uh, that's that's taking its toll. I was in the stadium on Wednesday. Today, I saw a little bit more resistance. But from a from a squad like this, shouldn't we expect more? The reporter wants to know. I love this guy. He has such a pained expression. 
It's very <laughs> uh, Schmatke. Yeah, yeah, Schmatke seems to really feel what he's saying. Anyway, here he goes. Of <laughs> course, we're expecting more, and the, uh, the players expect from themselves more. But right now, we're just not capable of, of putting it into action. And there are some, some reasons. There's some reasons for it, but how much of that do we want to discuss publicly or not? Nur so ganz kurz angedeutet, also wir haben drei Jahre extremst performt mit, mit dem Endresultat, dass wir Vierter geworden sind, uns für die we Champions League qualifiziert haben. Well und dann versucht, den nächsten Schritt zu, zu gehen in unsere Entwicklung. Und der ist foundation and uh, get back to normal so the reporter is sort of is 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 going back to this it's like oh so you tried to take the next step and that went wrong what do you mind what do you mean by that are you are you taking responsibility for that he's asking he's like well i'm uh, responsible for 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 the plan and there's a failure a of the plan. Huh? There's yeah. a failure of the plan. So, yeah. Um, anschauen, sagen, ja is good if you look at our, our squad, uh, we have a good squad. Better squad and there's, it's, better, it's better than last year. But nonetheless, in the last five months, we cannot we're not performing as well as we are supposed to. And that's how it is. We have seven losses this season. That's too many for this squad. We're out of the Champions League. Very disappointing performance on Wednesday. That's, we, have to, we have to accept criticism for that. That's fine. But nonetheless, it's not... It's it doesn't help us to, to just sort of talk everything down and and too many discussions publicly are not good we we want to solve it internally but some things we have to some things we have to publicly admit to and others we have to solve internally yeah. <laughs> i like it. it's like talking he's like this is a waste of my time pretty much yeah, he doesn't it's, want to it's, give any uh, straight it's, answers. It's interesting yeah. because he he uh, 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 he's sort of walking it back, right? He feels like he he gave a little too much, and now he wants. Uh, he, he's like, oh, <laughs> I shouldn't. I Pretty much, she's like, we failed our great plan. He's like, great plan? What's that plan? It's like, oh, uh, we had no plan, really. We, the you plan know. failed, <laughs> and we don't want to failed. discuss too much publicly. Like I just, yeah, did. whatever, whatever that plan may have been or existed. Droht Florian Kofeld. And now is Florian Kofeld under 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 pressure? Is he going to have the same fate as his predecessor? And he says no. But sooner or later, you need a victory, says the reporter. Said if he does twenty so times, he's he fire. He says, "Oh, if you want to if you want to discuss this on that level, yeah. If he win, if he loses twenty times in a row, we're probably not going to keep him." <laughs> <laughs> okay, not a great, not a great like. 
<laughs> not, not a great vote of confidence. It's like if he loses more, then yeah, we'll fire his ass. So that's well, what I, I think, want to say. I think he's. Yeah. I think he's responding to the to the reporter. Being reporter. Like, well, I mean, you gotta. If you're, you're saying like, he, duh. He says. Yeah, he like, says. You're, yeah. He says like you're. Sta- you say you're standing behind the coach, but you gotta win sometime, right? And he's like, well, yeah. <laughs> If we're gonna lose twenty times, then we're probably not gonna keep him. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, aber aber nicht 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 so viel, dass ich zu dass darüber diskutiert wird, weil Florian Kohfeldt derzeit Dinge. But I don't want to. I'm not. I'm not gonna discuss too much of this because Florian Kohfeldt. He has to. He's. Uh, he's. Uh, um, he, he. Er muss Dinge ausbaden, die er nicht zu verantworten hat. He's. He's uh, basically dealing with with stuff that is not his responsibility. He's sort of picking up the pieces. And uh, we've tried to to advance things. That didn't work. And that's not his fault. It's like he had one week of practice. And that's something something to kind of... uh, uh, you know, put on your radar. So, the undertone of all this, how much of this do you think is John Brooks being locker room poisoned? <laughs> how much of that? All oh, of like, it. not all his of stuff? It. All of it. <laughs> it's, it's, too just all, it's too hot it's to touch. Brooks. But yeah. that's, I think that's probably one of those, that's perhaps one of those things that he uh, wants to solve internally and not discuss it. <laughs> one week of practice. This is almost Alan Iverson ask. Practice one week of practice. Yeah, it's been there for five weeks. But we have to be And then the trainer, the Niederlande in the school to shoot, is a bit billig in my And that's a little cheap to, to, to hold a, a coach responsible for a loss after one week of practice. He thinks it's a little cheap. And the reporter says, I didn't, I didn't say that. I didn't do that. I did not. I didn't. I didn't that's not what right. I did. I have no responsibility for that accusation. Florian is not responsible for what happened. He's not responsible. Florian, still on a first name basis. Florian is not responsible for what's happening right now. We're going to get out of it with him because he is. He is. Uh, he understands. He recognizes what's going on. And if we have enough time, we're going to fix it together. Okay. Yeah. Danke, dass Sie da waren. Sehr gerne. Okay. Danke. All right. So that's Danke. Danke, sehr gerne. Thanks for coming by. So that's yeah. Wolfsboy. Always a pleasure. Uh, so again, they, they don't want to give too much, but it seems like there's some locker room stuff going on, right? And then I just I love mean, that he's like, Florian Kofeld is not to blame for what's going on. He's the head coach of a team that lost five in a row. I mean, he's got to have some sort of blame, right? Well, it is. I mean, this is an interesting, this is, a, is an unusual interview in the sense that he is sort of, acknowledging you know sort of contrary to the to rb leipzig dude who's like saying yeah jesse marsh kind of blew it and by the way <laughs> our amazing our amazing squad our amazing right. our squad is better than ever and he just couldn't handle it mm. which yeah. i mean is sort of borne out by recent results if i was jesse marsh <laughs> i'd be pretty upset with these players who all of a sudden well, who all of a sudden well, maybe 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 jesse their, marsh 
Maybe Jesse Marsh was just too nice and too honest. I think like like maybe he should have just like put his foot down and just changed the way he, he played or something. Maybe he was a little too because they wanted to play a certain way. Maybe they didn't give him the respect he deserved, which is American. Perhaps. If you're not Pellegrino, I mean it's, clearly, it's hard to get. clearly they they did not go as hard as as they are capable of as we see right now. So, but anyway, I think over in this the weekend, case, yeah. in this case, it was. Uh, 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 you know, he is acknowledging that there are problems and that the plan didn't work. The plan that they drew up didn't work. And it's not the coach. What yeah. are you thinking about? <laughs> That's what he's offering. It's like, we're sinking. I don't know. I think we're doing fine. A little internal here. Don't even worry about that. Uh, and over the weekend, RB Leipzig played Gladbach. They won four to one. Now, Borussia yeah. Mönchengladbach are even a worse spot than Wolfsburg because they went from being because Gladbach and Wolfsburg are two pretty top clubs. They have big budgets and their expectations are high. And Wolfsburg had a few losses in a row, but Gladbach didn't just have a few losses in a row. They conceded fourteen goals in three games. Yeah, uh, which is a lot. And then they scored. Uh, um, sorry, sorry. No, no. We're essentially. I've been like I said last week. What's going on with Gleppa? And finally, people are starting to ask. And then again, through various sources, I have words from the coach, and then I have the sport director just being grilled again, just sat there and asked. And it's going to be a lot of the same corporate speak, which is so funny. But we'll see if we can't hear what they have to say because it's cool that the minute they're not performing, they have to provide answers, which is pretty cool. I think. Yeah. Yeah, this is definitely different from it's. There's a cultural difference here. Let's hear what Adi Hütter, what Adi Hütter has to say. Decken ist es nie, nie einfach. Wir haben uns. What? Oh, sorry. Sorry about that. In einer Situation, in der wir gerade stecken, ist es nie, nie einfach. Wir haben uns aber in kürzester Zeit in diese Situation gebracht. Und das heißt jetzt einfach auch alles dafür tun, dass wir das, was wir jetzt in diesen zehn Tagen hier angerichtet haben, eines betrifft, dass wir das einfach viel besser machen. Die Mannschaft ist in der Lage, die hat es schon bewiesen. Gefährliche Situationen würde ich jetzt noch nicht sprechen. We we got ourselves into the situation very quickly, and now we have to kind of uh, clean up what we have, the mess we've made. I think is what he's saying. Over the last ten days, we've made a mess, and that we have to clean up now. Weil die Mannschaft dahingehend einfach auch zu viel Qualität hat. And the the the, the team has uh, uh, too much quality to struggle long term like this. Yeah, now here's another Max great Eber. squad. Next, Abel. All the squads are great. It's just the coach. Squad's a second to none. If only the coaches weren't so terrible. Also, nochmal, wir haben nicht 1-2 gegen Freiburg verloren, sondern 0-6 aus 37 Minuten. We didn't lose to Freiburg 1-2. We lost 0-6 in 37 minutes. Das haben wir alle noch nicht erlebt. We never experienced anything like that. And that does something to a team. Ask like the ask Bayern after the Champions League final in 99. After losing to Manchester, how did they feel? You don't just recover from this in one practice This is a journey we have to take. This is a challenge that we're facing. 
And, uh, and it's obvious, and it's obvious that we weren't going to come out and just kind of be brilliant against Leipzig. I was, a, I was aware of this. I was aware that, that the Leipzig game was going to be a complicated game because it's a good opposition. We can interpret a lot of stuff into the body language, etc. We are not... We are not uh, we are not uh, in a good way right now, but we got into this together, and now we got to get out of it together. We got to defend. We're talking to a lot of people. It's not, we're, we're not playing how we are, how we're supposed to. We don't have the trust in each other with the ball. The first step is to defend and to help us help each other out and to, uh, and to defend crosses. Those are a big problem for us right now. We have a very, we have a poor, our defense is poor in the box. And we make a lot of mistakes there, and we are aware of this. But we are not, but the players are not machines. We can't just push a button and then, uh, and then everything is fine. These are humans. They have a psyche. And they have emotions. And we have a lot of, we have some boys, some players that uh, have a lot, you know, that, that are uh, dealing with themselves. And we're going to give them a lot of support. And we're going to help them with it. And, and it's always the same in football. It's, uh, it's been like this for 100 years. You need the results. You need the results to build trust. And that's the only way. <laughs> So I, I mean, also have another clip here. We don't we can play we don't have to play it because essentially he just is gonna rehash a lot of the same stuff. Uh but yeah, it's it's funny, he's just saying like we have a better quality squad for it. It's we need to take care of but there's no answers. Like there's just no like how do you lose six nothing, four one, four nothing, four how do you lose six goals in thirty minutes? Like what's going on? You know but what I, I mean? That's a huge I, thing. I think I think this is sort of remarkable in the sense that he is uh, uh, he's kind of addressing the psychology of the team in this way. I don't think you would have heard that in the eighties that he says, no. you know, we lost six we lost six zero to Freiburg. That was a huge hit, and it's going to take a while for us to get over it. Our confidence took a knock. The players are dealing with it, and there's not going to be a quick fix for it. I think that's, interesting. it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Klopp, Klopp definitely was among many a big uh, a big um, player in the psychology field. I remember when he was hired at Liverpool, he got hired pretty much because, like, I think Carlo Ancelotti was in the room. And he's like, yeah, we need a new forward, a new midfielder, a new defender. We need a new back line or whatever, which is such an easy thing to offer. But then Klopp sat there and he's just, he didn't say anything about that. He just said, we need to change the mentality of our, of our boys. We need to change mm -hmm. how we think about things. And that's how he was hired. And then the rest is history. Liverpool, right. without too many huge signings, went on, just got better and went from strength to strength. You know. Well, I mean, they also did sign a bunch of people. Yeah, Virgil van Dijk. But like, uh, what's his name? Philip uh, Coutinho Salah. was the star. Yeah, but Salah was a nobody. Who was Salah? You know, Salah. Salah was a what was a talented dude, but he was like a reject. You know, people made their names at at, at Liverpool. Right. I think that's because of the psychological, just sort of effects that Klopp has on 
young man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Felipe Coutinho was the only star, and he left. And what happened to him? He has on young. He has on young men. Sorry, yeah. what? How did that? <laughs> That's a great job. Sorry, what? Sorry, Sorry. what? We're gonna... Sorry, what? <laughs> there is part of that video that's pretty cool though where the guy says it's like well if that's not it like there's it's the 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 interviewer in the next video asks he's like there seems to be an underlying problem that you're not admitting like what is it he just oh in the next out. video okay yeah and then and then he's just like yeah there is underlying stuff but you know he doesn't want to talk about it it's just interesting interesting stuff uh from joe scally's gladbach joe scally's gladbach Scalis Gladbach. Yeah. Well, no we real answers. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to play the rest of that video? It's up to you. Oh, uh, we could. Sure. Why not? I just like the. I just like the journalist. He really goes at him, and I just love that the day after this he gets he get. I just love that the head coach goes on these shows, like multiple shows, the next day to defend himself. You know what I mean? We need to give them the emotions they need, and then we have to. So this is a different show. So this, this is a different show. Sports Studio. Sports Studio. The last one was Doppelpass, and then he was also on Sports Studio. So he was on two shows this week to, to try to explain Borussia Mönchengladbach. Also, wenn du 14 Tore in drei Spielen äh, bekommst, dann äh, ist das eine Situation, die die definitiv nicht schön ist. Und when you get 14 goals in three games, it's a situation that is not beautiful. <laughs> Good. Good hard-hitting analysis. <laughs> Hashtag analysis. Hashtag analysis. Uh, hold on. Sorry. What? How did... <laughs> <laughs> That's going to come in handy. Anyway. <laughs> Und, die ich jetzt an Gladbach in der, in der langen Zeit, die ich schon da bin, auch, glaube ich, noch nicht erlebt habe, dass wir so ein, so ein Torverhältnis haben mit gerade drei Spielen. Und wir haben eine Regel, das ist ein passendes man könnte noch andere Adjektive bringen. Ist definitiv eine Besorgniserregend. It's worrisome. Right. Is the adjective that he uh, that he could use? He could think of some other adjectives to use. He said that we have such a such a score difference, especially in three games, and disappointing. It's a passing adjective. We could bring other adjectives. It's definitely a very challenging situation that we are facing. It's a challenging situation. The quality of the players. What is the what is the quality of the players? Quality of the players. They are called, I believe. Yes, but we don't have the quality on the field. So he's saying the, the the quality of the players is good in terms of their FIFA ratings, I guess. <laughs> but uh, uh, but they can't they can't translate it onto the field right now. The quality doesn't translate into the, into the, onto the field. And the reporter says, "Why not?" Yeah, it's a weird. That's a weird assessment. I think so. <laughs> I'm trying to answer this question, he says. Die Jungs sind in einer Phase gewesen, wo wir nach einem sehr komplizierten Anfang... The boys were in a phase where after a very complicated 
starts der Saison im, im to the season. Union, haben dann and then we lost the Leverkusen in Union. Lagen, haben dann wieder in Augsburg then verloren. We, then we danach beat Bielefeld, we lost to Augsburg. Then we had 10, haben, 10 games where we only got seven, where we conceded only seven goals. We really, and we got a lot of aber wir waren wir points in der Europapokalplatz. Dann kam Bayern München dieses fantastische Bayern Munich, indem wir gegen Bochum danach gewonnen haben. And uh, we beat Bayern and that was great. And then we we uh, we followed that up by beating Bochum. I mean, that's always that's always a win. Und jetzt kam dann eben diese Derby-Niederlage, wo ich sage, das war eigentlich in Anführungsstrichen ein normales Spiel, obwohl es natürlich hinten raus definitiv zu hoch war, ähm, wo wir aber da schon in in einen Doppelschlag bekommen nach dem 1-1 und und hinten raus völlig unnötig das Vierte noch bekommen. Derby-Niederlage 4-1, brauche ich nicht zu sagen. So then, yeah, this is the, now he's talking about, I mean, he's really summing up the whole season. Right. This is the, the, the derby against Köln that he's talking about, that the, that was sort of a normal, he says he calls that a normal game, but although it was a little, the result was a little high because of their defensive blows. And this 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 derby always has a lot of emotion connected to it in Gladbach. Um, and then comes this Einschnitt gegen Freiburg. Und, and then the and then the game against Freiburg. Damit haben wir jetzt gerade zu kämpfen. Und, and that's what we're well, that's what we're struggling with right now. And um, damit haben die Spieler auch zu kämpfen. Und da bringen and sie gerade gegen Freiburg. The players, that's what the players are struggling with. Um, and against so Freiburg, we did not we did not manage to defend in the way that uh, you have to defend in the Bundesliga. And the players were sort of pointing pointing at each other and and uh, 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 relying on each other to 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 do it and that's always the worst approach you have to find your own contribution yeah your own responsibility yeah joe scally step up okay <laughs> and that's what he's saying our former and i knew he says i knew that the leipzig game was going to go like this extremes nervenspiel it was very a very nervy a very nervy game and we had a lot we were still dealing with it. and the defensive result is quite bitter it's quite tough for us so in the second half we were kind of trying to to sprout a little a little Uh, a little bit of confidence mm. and then in, in stoppage time that gets completely goes completely goes out the window now reporter again you're trying to kind of connect this all to a narrative but but there has to be a deeper there has to be a deeper a, a, some, some some deeper problem some deeper cause because these losses are not normal losses like zero to six normal is not a normal it's not a normal loss there's got to there's got to be something deeper es gab eine derby niederlage und es gab dann dieses freiburg spiel wo du nach and he's saying there was a we lost the derby vier minuten 2-0 hinten bist wo du and then there was this freiburg game freiburg das freiburg game where we're down 2-0 after four minutes and then 6-0 after 37 minutes. I don't have to tell anyone. Every, 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 
athlete knows, das hat natürlich sehr, sehr viel momentan an Vertrauen verlieren lassen in das, was die bis diese Spiele eben the Freiburg dann kam. Und ähm, ich bin ein bisschen überrascht, dass es jetzt really, so schnell geht, really dass wir nicht mehr vertrauensvoll Fußball spielen. Also, I'm a little surprised that we, that this trust has, has been so, uh, has lost so completely, so quickly. We don't want to have the ball. Im Ballbesitz machen wir viele Fehler. We make Obwohl a lot of mistakes in possession. Obwohl wir genug laufen. In, uh, in uh, defensively, we rely on, on, on the teammates, even though we, we run enough. Wir haben Leute hinter dem Ball. Ähm, we have enough people behind the ball, so, wie meine but we muss, do not defend in a way that you have to defend in the Bundesliga. And every, every player has to ask themselves, what happened there? And it's always a little bit too easy for me to... The question ja, of, Trainer, well, is it the coach? Well, yeah, the coach also has responsibility. I have responsibility. Everybody is responsible. But the players also have to, have to uh, translate what the coach tells them onto the field. You were, you were very, you, re, re, you were reacting quite... Uh, uh, You were feeling a little touchy after being asked about the coach last week. Do you think that the, the, the team is more is carrying more is carrying more responsibility for this than the coach? We are all guilty, he says. Schuld tragen wir alle. I know. Love it. We are all responsible. Und das ist genau das, was ich der Mannschaft heute gesagt habe. Ich möchte That's what I told the team today. Sehen, I, don't wanna, zeigt, I don't want to see anyone point at anybody else. We got to all do this. This doesn't make any sense in English, right? Wir müssen uns uh, an die eigene Nase fassen. That's an idiom. We, we have to, uh, we it have doesn't to, mean we have to carry our own blame or something? Yeah, like we have to, you have to, we, you gotta, yeah, you have to, you have to, tug, you literally translate it means you have to tug on your you own gotta nose. You got to tug, you right? got to tug on your own nose. Yeah. So like, it's like and not you have point to, the, like, instead of pointing the finger at somebody else, you're supposed to just, you know, tug your own nose. And take so your, and like carry your own weight kind of, carry but your, he's yeah. just. He's just Mr. Deflection, which is so funny. It's just I just love the parallels between him and Volsboy. They're just like, yeah, we've got great players, um, you know, but no one's at fault, and you know, pretty much they're both saying not much is going on, even though they're this terrible windfall. So something's well, going he's, on. Well, uh, he's—I mean, he's—he's he's very much kind of. He—he uh, uh, yeah. suggests it's the psychology of the player. Yeah, it's the psychology. Like, yeah. It's like. Tr It's the Freiburg trauma, and now, now the, it takes, it's going to take a while to recover. Everybody has to ask themselves, am I doing everything I can to, to improve this? And everybody has to answer for themselves. I don't say, I don't say the team, the players are more to blame, or the coaches, or the coach, or me, or everybody is, uh, is called upon, is called upon here to, to fix this, and the team on the field is the, is, they're the people who can actually make a difference. And, 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 and it's on them to, to uh, translate, to um, umsetzen, I guess umsetzen, You, you would say to to put it in action what the what the coach Sie haben diese Woche schon versucht zu drehen ähm, was werden Sie denn jetzt tun also das das was Sie diese Woche versucht haben hat ja auch so what do you tried this what you tried this week didn't work so what are you going to do now 
<laughs> I mean, it's interesting. You're saying, you know, this is he's a hard hitting guy. It's like it's also easy to, you know, be a journalist and you he puts you're it, saying you're he saying puts, he's setting him up. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of like what is he what is he looking for? What is he gonna say? You know, like what it's like, yeah, we He's trying him. to break him down yeah, for him to cool. be like, All right, fine, um, so and so sucks and I need to sell that guy. Like they're trying to challenge him <laughs> right. to get some sort of straight he's answers. Trying to, he's trying to get yeah. something and but yeah, yeah he's and not gonna their do job that. Is, We're going to keep working, he says. I mean, what else is he going to say? I can't give you a recipe, a solution. Oh, we did. We tried plan A last week. We're going to do plan B this week. That's not how it works. We're going to continue to work with the humans. Yeah, good, good one. Die eben auch jetzt darunter leiden, was wir gerade Humans that are suffering. Was wir gerade erleben, das ist nicht so leicht einfach what we're currently, what we're currently what we're currently experiencing. It's not you can't just turn it off. Um, aber I jetzt just, hat I was mentioning it. Noch mal mehr den Fokus auf dieses nächste Spiel am Mittwoch gegen Eintracht Frankfurt. Of course, our next focus is the game on Wednesday against Eintracht Frankfurt and we will Möglichkeit Fehler ansprechen. Of course, talk about mistakes. We're going to we're going to appeal to the players honor. Angesprochen, haben Sie denn das Gefühl, dass durch diese Ablösesumme, die Sie bezahlt haben, der Druck auf den Trainer größer ist? Oh, they oh, I guess they, they, right, they paid a, a transfer fee for this coach. And so he's asking, because of this, is the pressure increased on the coach. Ich glaube, diese ganze Thematik äh, im Sommer über jeden Trainer, der gewechselt ist, war extrem groß gewesen. Wir haben einige Trainer. And he's saying, well, there was a lot of talk this summer about the, about All the coaches that were changing, and we had some. We had a bunch of coaches that had problems. We we paid a transfer fee for our coach after we collected a transfer fee for the previous coach. I don't think that's a fact. Sie haben vor ziemlich genau einem Jahr, fast auf den Tag genau sogar, die Qualifikation fürs Champions League Achtelfinale. So for about pretty exactly a year ago, you made you you qualified for the round of 16 for the Champions League. Pretty ex almost exactly a year ago. When you look back on 2021, how would you describe? Ereignisreich, kompliziert. Ereignisreich, eventful. Eventful, complicated, also up and down. Sehr, sehr in Jahr. There was a lot going on. A lot of, lot of uh, themes. I was here for, I was here seven or eight months ago and was allowed to, was allowed to talk about Marco Rose and was allowed to, I, I got to, I got to talk about Marco Rosa. I got to talk about our search for a new coach. We had a complicated summer where, where players wanted to move and it didn't work out. And we had some, uh, we had some restlessness, some unrest in the, in the club. He's saying his job. His job is very difficult. He's saying his job was very like he was thrown in the fire, lost his coach, and the stability is now these three Niederlagen doch abhanden gekommen. And now it's going to be for us. And the stability that we were looking for has been has been uh, has been lost. From einem Kollegen von mir, wir müssen schon Eier zeigen jetzt. Oh, we got to show some. We got to show some balls. Balls. 
We got to show, gotta show some balls. Show some balls. He's apologizing for yeah. saying this, but we got to show, show our balls. Wir müssen alle schon jetzt auch in diesem Wind stehen. We got to stand in the wind. We got to stand in this wind and show our balls. <laughs> That's a German expression. That's imagine being like, go stand in the wind and show your balls, man. I had not That's heard not... this previously. <laughs> we got to work. We got to work our way back into it. All right. Yeah. Stand in the wind. Stand in the wind. The wind. Show your balls. Show your balls. Ein Jahr. <laughs> für ein Jahr, für ein ganzes Jahr. Am liebsten, am liebsten. Nein, äh, Wait, what? What did he say? Er könnte für den Januar schon wieder reserviert. Ein Jahr. Oh, he's asking if he, if he uh, uh, has his, made a reservation for his, for, for his mountain hut, I guess. Is that where he likes to hang out? Maybe this is a car. I guess, he's a mountain boy. Ja. <laughs> für ein Jahr, für ein ganzes Jahr. Am liebsten, am liebsten. He would like to be there for one year in his mountain. Nein, uh, dieses Jahr wird es uh, wohl keine Berghütte werden. Also wir werden jetzt schon arbeiten müssen. Wir würden jetzt He doesn't, he's not going to get a big vacation this year. They're going to have to work. Es haben jetzt noch zwei wichtige Spiele mit Frankfurt und Hoffenheim. Two more, two more, two more important games, Frankfurt and Hoffenheim. And we have the chance to, uh, to, to, to get some points and make up some ground. And then throughout the winter, we're going to have to see what is possible, what, we can, what else we can do for the squad. But the, but it's very clear the boys can stand out the wind and show and their, show their balls. I outside. Only in. We will. Only in Deutsch. I outside. Egg time. All right, come on, boys. So that message to Joe Scally. You can't be pointing around. You gotta. You gotta well, you show. Know, it's all in the eighteen-year-old. You gotta show some eggs. You gotta, you gotta show your own responsibility. You gotta, you gotta show show uh, yeah show those eggs. The reason I love that is because they're just being like, so what's wrong? What's going Like, they're demanding like it's an exact science. And the sporting directors are just like, yeah, you know, a little this, a little that. Uh, my job is tough. Uh, you know, they're just like finding excuses where they can find excuses. Stand in the wind and show your balls. Sorry. Hell yeah. What? What? Okay, cool. Sorry. Well, that I think includes what? Germany. What? <laughs> We have a couple of we have a couple of games tomorrow to see how Gladbach and Wolfsburg fare. Uh, Stuttgart going to keep up the good decent form, and as Byron mentioned, is Dortmund maybe going to get a win again? Ah, so many unanswered questions that we will find. But enough of that. It's now time for the big show. All right, take it away, my friend. Oh. Uh, I was, I was yeah. not lucky enough to attend of my beloved NYCFC, but you were in Portland, you were at the game, and you witnessed Your our beloved, beloved NYCFC. I was, I was lift there. The title. I was there. It was magical. It was a magical, a magical playoff run, capped off by a magical final. Um, I'm actually, I'm interested to hear your take. As a as a former <laughs> neutral, as a former neutral observer, what was your uh, what were your impressions of the game? Well, magical wasn't what I'd go for. It wasn't it wasn't an amazing game <laughs> by a chance of the beat. It was better than those Seattle Toronto finals. No, I, gu I guess it's honestly it's hard for me to remember those finals. Rewatch it, but you know it was a good goal. It was, but that last minute goal from Portland was quite that was magical. And I don't know what it was like. You were there. Tell me what that was like for you. Like, like, oh, how loud God. was that house? And how were you feeling? Well, we were. It's. I mean, the stadium is loud. 
but but we also we had two thousand New Yorkers there. You know, we were well represented. Yeah, were you in that march? There was a march in the cold I was, rain. I was in the march. I was in the march in the rain, and uh, um, yeah, and then yeah, we marched to the stadium about two hours ahead of time, and then <laughs> sat there for, sat there for a while. And it was pretty. It was very rainy. It was pretty cold, and it was windy. And I thought right. this uh, may be a factor. It's very unpleasant weather. And yeah, I marched. We marched with the fans, trying to intimidate the locals. The locals in Portland were unwaveringly friendly. People are very <laughs> yeah. nice. People are very nice in Portland. Um, I hear Portland is soccer to the USA. They've got a great soccer tradition there. I mean, they so, they filled up the stadium. People get there early. People camp out. The supporters. The They've been camping since just, Monday. And this is not just for MLS Cup. They For regular home games, people camp out so that they get their preferred spots in the in general, the general admission, admission yeah. supporter section and for mls cup they lined up on monday and then they had some wristbands they didn't have to be there i guess they had to be, they were there from monday to thursday or so and then they got wristbands so they could all get like warm up and take a shower or something before they would come back from the game and yeah. uh which i guess in portland in general seems to be a thing there's a lot of people living in tents sure. on the, on the yeah. street and it's the West Coast. Here in LA too, it's a West Coast thing. And it is very uh, cold here, surprisingly. Uh but that that's cool. And then but, uh, um, uh, uh, but yeah, then I, I have a I have a little um I have my pre you know, as I sat there for two hours, I, I had a little uh um pregame report and we have to I mean I have to preface this like I'm very bad at doing this kind of thing. I'm not uh, I don't yeah, ever think amazing. about I don't ever think about taking pictures, I don't ever think about when I'm anywhere and so I texted uh, you. I'm like, I texted you. I'm like, get exactly, something. Is- exactly. You said, uh, we got to do something. So I was like, all right, here I go. So this is pregame, pregame from Portland. Correspondent. This is Bjorn Schnitzel coming at you live from Providence Park, Portland, creating the content here at MLS Cup. There's not a whole lot going on, honestly. We're just hanging out. <laughs> the bacon queso nachos are treating us well. Okay, so they're good. Here's the Dutch Bros. Yeah. I'm having a Dutch Bros hot chocolate. It's a little early to start drinking. I had a mimosa. I don't know. I'm not that big a... I feel like I should be drinking more, but I can't really. I don't think I can do it. It's too early. It's very rainy. It doesn't look like it's going to stop raining. It's a lot of rain if Ronnie Dyla decides, if we win and Ronnie Dyla decides to strip down, he's going to die of pneumonia, I think. This is not a safe thing to do in this Pacific Northwestern weather. That's what I have to say. I'll see you guys later. Excellent report from our correspondent Bjorn Schnitzel. And what a great cliffhanger. Do you win? Does he strip? Does he get pneumonia? We know he. We know we won. Uh, right. We know on we penalties, right? So you won on penalties. How fitting! Well, you were zero for the, four. Uh, um, and now you're two for six. Now we're two for six. Yeah, we we figured it out. I mean, you asked me about the equalizer. It was fucking horrible. Of course. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't go to. Uh, uh, you know, we didn't go there thinking we were gonna 
blow everybody away and walk, you know, walk away with this win easily. But I mean, we were, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I hear what you're saying. It wasn't like a, a great game, but we were pretty much in control. Portland did not generate a ton right. of anything. And, uh, and there was a uh, foul uh, before that play, by the way. There was a foul should, that I other mean, referees probably would have called. Maxime Cheneau just, certainly just be, thought so. I thought, I mean, obviously, <laughs> the place went nuts, and that's a that's a lot to ask to call that one back. I don't know. But uh, um, nah, the, yeah. the, if the, to try and call that one back and get out of there alive if you're the referee. But uh, No, I'm fine with it. So it was a last ditch. In the last play of the game was 1-1 into overtime. The home crowd goes wild. And then you have an overtime, and then you go to penalties. And then what would you call him again? Trent Alexander Collins comes Trent up with Ale- the winner. Trent Alexander Collins again with the uh, with the the exact same penalty from the New England game. I mean, really slammed it. Uh, Sean Johnson stepping up to, another yeah, great. Sean Johnson saving too. I mean, yeah. and it was I was impressed because I couldn't have played in overtime after that. I mean, it was literally five seconds. We were five seconds away, and we were really pretty much in control the whole game. I did not like sort of starting the, I don't know, 70th, 75th minute. Portland kind of threw the kitchen sink at us, and we just kind of tried to absorb it. I had hoped maybe for some earlier subs and for some counterattacking goal. Jesus Medina had a chance and just kind of, I mean, you can see that both ways. Diego Chara at 35 years old, had an incredible game for Portland, I have to say. Yeah. As a defensive as a defensive midfielder, he was very, very good. And right. he snuffed out a lot of that stuff. But I think we had some maybe some other options off the bench. I might have liked to see Talis a little earlier or Tiago perhaps, and then we could have maybe put this away earlier. In the in instead we just kind of sat back and absorbed and almost worked, but then didn't. Uh, and I mean, if we had not pulled this out, I I would have been pretty upset. Like this would have been a lot to uh, a lot to recover from. I would have been like I would have been like the Gladbach, the Gladbach squad after the after the <laughs> psychologically damaged. I would have been I, yeah. I would have been psychologically damaged, <laughs> and I would not have shaken it off in one week of training. This would have taken me a lot longer. But thankfully, Sean Johnson had two really solid saves. And even though our our PKs were not quite as assured as they were against New England, they were still good enough. Steve Clark also is no Matt Turner, it has to be said. <laughs> no, he's not. And uh, uh, he had one uh, pretty good save though, and he think he was he was really proud about it too. Um, but yeah, I I I, uh, um, I was wondering about that actually. He got he I thought he went, went a little too crazy after his save considering yeah. uh uh the game's not over considered, yeah you still have to play right. and uh and i i was proud of sean johnson and his it's just well a lot to be said about these players and and uh and ronnie Dyla, sean johnson who clearly early in the season sort of struggled a little bit with the new captain role and and didn't have didn't have the greatest season early on and and for him to kind of come come back like this and i it's just it's 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 lovely to see i mean it was just it's just beautiful right like sports when it goes your way there's nothing better yeah it's one of those like you know 
who knows when the next time we'll win a title like this. My yeah, this Not just for our club, but also for New York. And it's nice to win something. It's I remember in the twenty fourteen World Cup when Germany won. That was the I, I'm 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 I was too young to remember the nineteen ninety tournament. So that was the first yeah, time yeah. like when I started following Germany, they were in they were in sort of a bad phase and people were like making fun mm-hmm. of them. It wasn't hip to root for Germany. The German players weren't the hippest in the world. And then it was nice to see them grow and grow from strength to strength. And winning that world title in Brazil was just such a moment to behold. Yeah. I was in New York City walking around, high-fiving anyone with a German jersey. I remember I was walking down Union Square, and I had a German jersey, and there was some stranger there with a German jersey. We, we didn't say anything. I just looked at him. He looked at me, and we're walking past each other. I just I just high five. I just put my hand up. He puts his hand up. We high five. We like grab. We're past each other at this point. So I'm like doing a behind high five thing, and then we just keep walking. We didn't even turn around. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a very specific moment, and you know, in that moment, we're there forever. This isn't like winning a World Cup. I'm not saying that, but it's like the same thing as no, like earning up, a title. And it's like, up there. Uh, it's you like, know, it's it's up there. It's something was, to remember. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Yeah, I definitely. Because my, yeah, same, my, the teams that I supported in Germany throughout my, my life, really, until I came to, never won anything, ever. So there was zero, the only thing was the 1990 World Cup, that was a big, that was a big deal, I was, I was fully conscious, and I was still in Germany then, so that was just the whole country went nuts. And the country merged at that time, it was an east-west, Yeah, the country merged, the first time. and there yeah. was also, yeah, and that sort of then also led to a lot of hand wringing of like when people were celebrating the the World Cup victory in a, in the streets. That was followed by editorials for months. It's like, are we allowed to do that? Does this mean we're going to start a world war <laughs> shortly if we celebrate yeah. our, our soccer team success? So, um, but that was a joyful a joyful moment. And the 2014, yeah, I was in New York for that. And that was special because I got to experience that with my son. Like he was, uh, 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 I guess, eight at the time. And he was in soccer camp with all these South American kids who gave him all this shit and said he didn't have a right. chance. And so it was yeah. very, very exciting for him and and for both of us. But this kind of ranks up there with those. I don't know. I mean, I guess in the 90s when I got into baseball, I was excited about the Yankees winning all those World Series, but I was. But still the pretty- Yankees win a lot. Like this is NYCFC's well, first not, kiss. That was this not. At the, like- they didn't at the time, right? In the in oh. the nine the ninety six ninety eight, that was right. the first time in a long time for them. So that was also exciting. But yeah. it was still. I was very new. It wasn't like this right. wasn't like my lifetime, my lifelong team. And for this, I mean, it's and- only been it's been seven years. I'm not saying you know this NYCFC thing. It's it's not like you know it's, it hasn't been hundreds of years. Uh, um, no, so. but if if you include Yankees history and what how fitting to root for a Yankees um, ball club, and and you know what else is the most fitting? How fitting for them to win their first MLS Cup in what was many years a baseball stadium. Yeah, as PGE Park was, they had apparently they had like soccer ball NASL. So Taylor Twelman's dad played in a soccer ball in that stadium back in the seventies. Apparently, it's an odd, uh, it's an odd, to, it's an odd shape that stadium. You know, there's it like- reminds me of the Bayerena. It reminds me of Bayer Leverkusen Stadium because oh, Bayer Leverkusen also is only three sides, and one side's like a hotel or something. Well, the and one kind side of I was like. next to. There's a gym. I was the the next to the my seats. There's a building. And there's a gym, and people are on their bikes 
and they can just watch the game yeah they can just watch the game yeah that's amazing i wonder if it's like i wonder if you have to pay a ticket to get on that bike now that's really cool um yeah it's a very it's a cool stadium people go nuts it was a great uh it was a great experience the fans uh, the new york fans held their own i feel like we did uh um we showed up two portland fans Two Portland fans were arrested for throwing a can at one of the players. Oh, okay. Uh, fortunately, yeah. yeah, they were arrested. Their photos and were released. And, and they, not everybody was nice. There were some people flipping us off. Yeah, yeah. There was, there's <laughs> a, there was a, a, a guy on the broadcast flipping off the broadcast on ABC. He's become a mm. meme since. But uh, it's good that we showed up well as NYCFC fans. It's good that we didn't wreck anything apart. You know, not like those eagle no, no, fans we were, after the we Super Bowl. Were, <laughs> no, we were well. We were well behaved. I mean, fortunately, and, it went our way. Like I said, I think with this last yeah. second, this last second goal, uh, it, yes, this would have been. A, this would have taken a long time to get over, but luckily, that's not what happened. It added um, to the narrative, and there was so much of beautiful emotions. You know what I like seeing? I like seeing the coach and the players tear up. I like seeing that clearly they've been trying for this. I like seeing the emotion. Like, it really mattered. How can you really, not, as a fan, how can you, you not love? love yeah, how can you not love Ronnie yeah. Dyla? I mean, I what love a, Ronnie what Dyla. A, yeah, he, he, was, he was in tears. It meant, a, it meant a lot to him. People were calling for his head. Uh, That's right. Uh, repeatedly. Uh, four months ago or two months four, ago, it two, was Die Loud. Die Loud. There was the burn it all down crowd. It wasn't just uh, Die yeah. Loud. It was, it was actually, I did. Uh, I, I, Chris uh, Sims, the, right? Or no, Brad Sims. What's Brad his name? Sims is what? the CEO. David Lee, David Lee, the yeah. sporting director. So it was Sims out, Lee out, Die Loud. Everybody out. And everybody I, told, out. I actually got to talk in the post victory party at the hilton at the grand ballroom and at the hilton i got to chat oh. with, with sporting director david lee and i i asked him about it i said you know it sounds like you got you managed to <coughs> quiet down the the burn it all down people and he said well yeah for now until we lose the game next season and then i'm sure he needs to come on this podcast and we need to grill him like a german interviewer that's what we need to do. We need to recreate sports studio with David Lee right with here. David Lee, what's to grill? He did everything right. The squad oh, is we'll the squad has that. quality. We want we. Uh... You could play more Americans. You could build a stadium. I, I read an article Wait, that the whole stadium have... fracas is built is is just over four thousand parking spots. How infuriating is that? I have uh, I have I have uh, I have some some news about that as well. The the Brad Sims. Sure. CEO Brad Sims said on the record, we will have a stadium open by World Cup 2026. Nice. That is the goal. I'm, I, I think that Bronx, Bronx project is perfect. Because imagine spending seven years <coughs> going, to Yankee Stadium, going to Yankee Stadium and then building a stadium somewhere on the other side of the city. Like It makes sense to build it off the same subway stop. That's what well, New York are yeah. talking about. Well, the I subtext. Be, I think that would be great. I think the subtext that I sort of picked up, and that you can hear from him, and I mean, he won't say this, but I mean, there's several, there's several things going on. I think a, the Yankees care, but not that much. Right. And they're I not think, the best co. They're not. They're, they're, that, they're not on your side a lot of the time. And I think that's right. what the. I think that's where this parking situation. You know, right. it's like the Yankees are like, well. We need these parking spots, and we don't care enough to. Yeah. To, like, so there's so there so I think that's problem A, and I think problem B is that, <coughs> excuse me, that they kind of the Bronx side seemed so perfect, 
and so natural and so like you know tick all the boxes right. that they really that was the only thing they were pursuing and so in that sense then the the city also kind of has the team over a barrel and says yeah. you know we don't need we're not in a rush and we don't we we're going to extract everything we can from you and i think now the strategy is to look elsewhere to have other options and to kind of you know create a little bit of urgency uh, uh on the on the part of these these boroughs and these these uh, uh um, well apparently the new mayor is pro stadium and this is actually yes. perfect timing i don't know what the plans are maybe they'll have a ticker tape parade or something or they have to have some sort of event city hall tomorrow steps of city city hall, hall steps of, that's to good it. timing excellent that's so cool get some do another correspondence report well, you're there. All right. Uh, uh, let me know what the bacon nachos are like at City Hall. Another good one. <laughs> <laughs> another, uh, uh, okay. All right. <laughs> Wherever you are, always give me a bacon nachos report. I'm going to do uh, try to find some. But, bacon. like, uh, so it's good timing. Maybe it'll also, like, this event will be like, hey, we need a stadium, you know. I mean, so, uh, that's definitely going to be a thing. And it seems like that is, yeah, I think that that was another factor, actually that worked against us that the, this this changeover in the administration eventually then people were just no longer able to make any decisions uh because people on the side of the city were outgoing and yeah the hope is all this to say i think the south bronx thing could still happen i think it's just yeah it's like all, the whole parking lot thing it's like that can be worked out right yeah, i think it's I think i'm probably. hoping that's just tactics i think they can sit down I'm, again and i'm hoping i'm hoping i'm hoping that as well but uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, it was great uh, to to you know be there and hang out with. Um, Did anything happen before the Super Hilton party? Like you're leaving me hanging here. Oh, you Did mean, Ronnie Dyla get pneumonia? Yes, what Ronnie Dyla. We have some. We I have. We were luckily because you know I because I didn't go for the ten dollar tickets and I sprang for the ninety dollar tickets. Hell we yeah. were in. Uh, we were in prime in prime position. For a little show, a little Chippendale show. Oh yeah, yeah. For the listeners, this is a yes, video of Roddy Dyla stripping. Uh, he is just slowly taking off his top coat, looking at subjectively. Oh, he's moving his hips, moving his hips. Uh, but Whistle throwing his coat away. Is that all? He's shirtless. Is he gonna keep going? Oh, here come the pants! Here come the pants! He's taking his socks off on a frosty cold night. The Brazilians the weather, are watching in awe. The weather had cleared up some, I have to say. It was oh, not raining at the time. Pulling his pants down. He's got black boxer briefs. Yep. Uh, he is throwing his... Yeah! His arms are in the air. Hell yeah! And he's cheering. He's putting arms up. And it's time to do push-ups. Four, five, six... Like a good soldier, he goes straight for the pipes. And then he takes the cup, and up it goes. In a historic, historic photo. And you're saying, yeah, Ronnie, which is good. That's me, yeah. You say, they would say, the other pants? Did you get his pants? Did he throw you his pants? Did you keep that as a momentum? He did not. I would love it. if you had his pants and you framed it, and years later they're like, "What is that?" But like, those are Ronnie Dylas pants. pants. <laughs> After oh winning MLS God. Cup 2021, I would have, I would have, I would cherish them. 
<laughs> now this all we have to just just to give the background here he has done this before this is why this even happened because he he did it in norway ago, right in With, norway yeah. yeah his team was struggling uh, uh to not get relegated and he said that if they were able to uh, preserve the the their spot you know in the in the league that they were in he would strip to his uh, underwear and so of course there's clips of this and when he arrived in new york people kept asking him if he would uh, do this again and he said yes if he if we win mls cup i'll do it again and then he kind of you know he's since said that he regrets this a little bit but then he got into it yeah and he, yeah, nah. he he lived up to it it was very i thought the execution was quite endearing it took yeah. him a while this was this happened well after the stadium was mostly empty <laughs> the festivities had you know it wasn't like it wasn't like he uh uh uh, um, it doesn't know, matter. People filmed it and it went viral. Right, right, it's right. on but British I'm, press. I'm, but I'm saying he yeah. wasn't like pushing people out of the way to. to he was dragging to, his feet to put himself yeah. into the spotlight. He was. Yeah. Uh, he was. But he. But when the time came, he also clearly was ready for it. So. But uh, you know what that is, Bjorn. You know what that is. He put himself in the wind. And he showed you his. And balls. he showed his eggs. That's right. That's what, he showed his eggs. Yeah. That's what that is. He's putting his money where his mouth is. And we're and excellent. Uh, so uh, I just want to say, beautiful night for NYCFC. In no way do we need to talk about any other clubs in the wake of this. It's great that NYCFC won. It's great that we won. Yeah, people. There's no reason up. people. There's no reason people need to be bringing up any people other clubs. Keep, this is NYCFC's the, night. People keep bringing up the Red Bulls, right? Yeah, right? even though we have nothing to do with it. And people are just like the Red Bulls will never win. Bah, bah, bah. We were a second away from beating Philly, and and Philly, Philly were you know Philly were COVID ravaged for the. I mean, a little luck came came your way as far as Philly's Andre Blake's part. You know what I mean? Uh, so I I don't I don't see why people have to burn down the house over in the Jersey. It's like we did fine. Whatever, we'll be fine. We'll we'll have our day, my friends. We will have our day, or they will have their day. Sorry, I'm an NYCFC fan. They'll have their day over there. You know, the Yankees win a lot, but the Mets win sometimes too, right? I think, maybe. I could be wrong. But the Mets have won the World Series at some point in their careers. Only one time. Um, Well, one time is better than none time. You know what I mean? That's true. So, anyway, do you have any other – yeah. Well, that that other team, you want me to say something about that other team? I think there's (laughs) – I think there are – you know these kinds of championship moments they they kind of uh, uh seduce people into making kind of grand proclamations <laughs> you know but really in the end it's only one game and and uh, and and life will go on i remember after that we were talking about the 1990 world cup and after that franz beckenbauer said that the German talent was just superior, the youth movement was unbeatable, and now with the reunification, <laughs> uh, Germany would be unbeatable for decades to come. And yeah, you know, cut to four years later. <laughs> that's yeah. not exactly it's not exactly how it shook out. So, you know, people people get carried away in the moment. It's understandable, but mm-hmm. in the end, you know, and all this to say. We cut the team. Cut two of the starters today. We were, uh, yeah, we were forced to announce our roster. This is another. You can play your X Files, X Files MLS weirdness. What happened two days after the final? 
players. Yeah, I don't even. I missed this. So he's unprotected for the expansion draft. Who well, what happens is, what happens is in MLS, you know, after after the season ends, the teams announce their roster moves, meaning like they have because in MLS a lot of teams what have what players. options don't get yeah. picked up. People that kind have of that. options yeah, exactly. for contracts. Who's out of contract? Who gets a new contract? Chicago Fire famously announced it before their final game, which is why their players refused to play. (laughs) Because the players that were going to be cut refused to play. So it's a little MLS silliness. Yeah. And so, uh, and so the reason this is on a, this is on a schedule is because there is an expansion draft. There's a new team coming into the league, Charlotte. Charlotte. I'm from North Carolina. So I'll keep my eye on Charlotte. Their new jerseys came out. Christian Fuchs Fuchs is going to be on it. He modeled their new jerseys, which is also blue. That's the blue I'm wearing, by the way. That's like the Charlotte blue. So anyway, so before this expansion draft, the teams have to say which, you know, so for each for the expansion draft, each team gets to protect a certain number of players that are not available. And then Charlotte can pick from everybody else. So in order to facilitate that, these roster moves have to be announced. And the teams that, you know, most teams have already been eliminated a long time ago. So they have some time to make these decisions. But unfortunately for the for the mls cup finalists they have to do this two days after the after the last game because the expansion draft is tomorrow so two of our starters Jesus so they were there cheering they're there cheering have their i don't things. know are they going to show and up then, at city hall tomorrow still for the uh, and then, and then two days. so are they cut like where's jesus medina going or are they just left unprotected no, What's well, the no, no. There's, there's, no. There's many more that are left unprotected. Jesus Medina and Guri Tararnson and Tony Rocha, formerly are, known are as Bye Bye, are at this point. The team has said that are, are their options are out of contract and are not are are not uh, going to be part of the team now. Sometimes this they just resign. They yeah. just re- they resign. This also. has happened. Well, with Terrarison, he scored that great free kick against Philly, right? Yeah, he part was of the team. Very, he was a very important player for us. He scored the he scored uh, he had the assist against Philly, he had the assist against New England. He scored that free kick goal against Atlanta when we were in that big slump. Oh, that Atlanta, sort of, right. That, yeah. that turned things around. And so uh uh the left back oh, we're thing, slap in the face. We have we have three left backs that are that are all not great so we something has to happen at left back and and the other one malta amundsen who is unprotected in the uh expansion draft he wasn't that great but he's under contract so i think we're we're making room for a new left back tony rocha hasn't played a whole lot uh and jesus medina was a dp and has certainly underperformed but i could see him perhaps getting re-signed at a lower rate, maybe, or maybe he'll go somewhere else. We have a few. There's also Mox- a couple. Isn't Tyler Magno linked with a move to Europe or something? You Aren't mean, a couple uh, you're of- talking about Tati, Tati Castellanos. Oh, it's Tati. What, what, yeah, what's he? I thought I, I heard Magno too. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe he needs another year. Magno, I don't think Magno is is ready to go anywhere. I don't know. I haven't heard that. But Tati for sure. He had some offers this summer and decided to stay. Pep Guardiola, he's apparently on Pep Guardiola's radar. Pep Guardiola has said he's ready to come to Europe. Hey. So he's probably going to move. Or um, to Japan. Or and Maxi Morales is out of contract. They are working on that. He's unprotected for the expansion draft. Usually that's fine because in the expansion draft, teams don't like to pick players that are out of contract because then you have to 
you know, you're sign them to you have new to money. sign them, and yeah. if you don't, if you can't figure that out, then you lose that pick. So anyway, not to get into the into well, the, if anyone's willing to play soccer for a hundred thousand dollars a year. New York Red Bulls are ready to sign you up. You guys okay, spent big, you spent big money on Lewis Morgan, no, one point two million. No, I know, I know, and also Cleveland has a million dollar year contract. I know, I'm just playing. I'm just, I'm just part of the part of the fanness, ribbing a little bit. But uh, anyway, that is uh, very cool stuff. Do you have oh any God, we final so thoughts, long. my friend? We went I know. So long. I'm gonna have to do some. I'm gonna do some clipping here. We'll do a little clipping here. I but so- uh, it was worth it because. In our first year doing this podcast, one of the co-hosts won MLS Cup during the podcast. Me so, personally. you know, the podcast has powers. So, yes. yeah, that's right. You personally. Uh, so, it was worth it, giving the extra time and enjoying ourselves. Oh, good. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we got English Shavokha. I could talk about this for many more hours, but now that's We got it. USA Bosnia. We got USA Bosnia on Saturday. I will be at that game, so I'll oh, take some photos nice. there as well. Yeah, content, uh, and baby. Then we'll t- Content, baby. And then we still have another week of German stuff to do that before we head into Christmas for a lovely Weihnachts Christmas season. Okay, thank you very much for listening to the podcast. If you listen to the podcast, rate and review us. If you're watching us on YouTube, like and subscribe and hit that bell. We've got a lot of American content, German content, including translation videos, which you saw tonight, and American experience stories and whatnot. Uh, anyway, uh, tschüss. Bis nächste Woche. Macht's gut.